What's up, bro? Let's do a little life update in cases anyone cares. There's gonna be absolutely no value provided in this video. So, if you're looking for any... God damn. Brassware, I've popped the fuck off in my size recently. I know the lighting's kind of trash right now. Let me stick some candles on. It's like you're on a candlelit date with Hamza. <laughs> now pull down your pants. <laughs> so let's jump in, right? I had my first thoughts of quitting YouTube actually just a few days ago. I haven't felt so um, so positive towards YouTube since, like you know, I was ultra positive, really, really loving it when I first started, like for a year. And I remember as the channel started popping off about directly a year ago from today, about July, 2021. I remember there was a point when I was on a call with my editor, my best friend, Sam, who's in there. And I told him like, oh, you know what, bro? Yeah, I might stop now. And he was, wait, he was going crazy. Wait, what the fuck? We've literally just gained 20,000 subscribers in the last week. This is everything we've been working for and everything. Why would you quit now? What the fuck's going on? And I literally just said to him like, I feel done with it. I feel like I've I've completed this chapter. Like I've said what I needed to say about self-improvement, about dopamine detoxing. And he didn't really understand. And to be honest, I didn't understand it either at the time because it is quite crazy. You know, like imagine, okay, imagine your YouTube channel pops. One of your videos gets a million views. You've gained 20,000 subscribers in what? A week and it's continuing to grow. And you get thoughts of like, quitting and stopping so it's very you know it's crazy and you might be like you might not have ever known this about me that i was literally going to stop my youtube channel about a year ago the reason why is because i felt like i had fulfilled my karma my, my purpose here so my purpose when i started well my original purpose when i started youtube was to just make online income to be an entrepreneur but that quickly changed a couple of months in when i started talking about dopamine detoxing and i started spamming my videos to andrew kirby's subreddit that's when i started gaining like an audience of people who really like vibed with the dopamine detox kind of content and that became like my new purpose to talk about dopamine detoxing taking a step back from modern technology to like you know get away from your phone and to get back into nature and that was the most fulfilling period of my life, talking about that and seeing like the comments and literally like I, I loved my work. I was so, so like purposeful. Honestly, like if there's a time where I've been like purposeful in my life, it was that. I would wake up in the night thinking like, oh, I've got to teach these boys about this dopamine. Like, you know, it was in my mind so much. It was all I was thinking about. I remember I'd routinely go more than a month without having sex, even though there was a girl that I was like somewhat sleeping with, just because it, like I did, I genuinely, genuinely didn't even want to take three hours out of my schedule. I literally wanted to be totally on schedule. I was going to sleep at the exact same minute every single day, waking up at the exact same time every day, fully purposeful, aligned to my mission. And it was, an incredibly like masculine, blissful, focused period of my life, which I'm extremely proud of. This was like from the pretty much the start of my YouTube career in like May 2020 till about July 2021. Then when the channel started popping off, you know, the main channel, right? All this smokes I blowing towards me. When the channel started popping off in a uh, bitch, in uh, May 2021. Let me see, can you still see me? Yeah, but I'll, um, 
Can I just hold a bit? Yeah. I'll sit this. I'm trying not to get any kind of good lighting, but I'm recording with my front facing camera. Yeah. You see these fucking gains recently, bro? God damn. When this channel started popping off in July 2021, I um that's when I first had like a negative feeling towards it. Cause you know, it was this rush of like, okay, you know, the channel's popping off, let's make some more videos and everything. And I was just thinking, like, why? Like I've said what I needed to say, now I don't need to say anything else. I've I've done the work here. And that that, that left me confused for a while. And so I journaled for a few days to ask myself, okay, like, you know, what am I doing here? Because I feel like I've done my work here. I feel like I've already gave them the message of self-improvement that I needed to. But long story short, had a deep conversation with Sam and ended up just, you know, speaking and saying, okay, well, this is by far like the best work I could be doing anyway. And I can still make it as purposeful as I can. And so to quit now would just be like a silly thing, even though it, it feels like I've somewhat fulfilled the, the, you know, the karma, like the purpose of this for now. But then just a few days ago, I ended up almost visualizing the video I would make to say goodbye on the main channel where I would just kind of say like, you know what, like I've said what I can say about self-improvement and becoming a man. Now for me to go forward, I kind of need to take like more time to develop myself, to become the kind of man who has more things to say than just the usual. And visualizing this video that I would make to say goodbye to you it felt fucking awesome. It felt amazing to like visualize my goodbye, to think about leaving YouTube, which is, you know, it puts me in a strange position because this, this has become like an extremely successful business and movement. It's changed my life forever. I'm in Thailand here because of it, because I make online income. I pay for my family's house. Like I'm the one paying for the mortgage. I'm the one paying for every single bill. I've employed 16 people. I've employed my father. I've employed my sister. Like my entire life is based around YouTube, the success from YouTube and this like sort of personal brand that's come with it. And um, it's this thought of just thinking like, but I'm not that great. I don't have much else to say. Maybe it's a form of like imposter syndrome because as I'm learning like more and more, I'm realizing more like of how little I actually know. And it almost makes me feel like weird and crazy to think like, why is someone listening to me instead of a professional? I'm just a guy who reads a book, tries it, and then just teaches you what I learned. There's life changing and value in that. And it is also like, very little value in that depending on how you look at it and i think for this period of my life i've kind of started looking at it a bit more negatively i think because i have paid attention a lot more to like the critical comments and that's why i've done some kind of like validation validation seeking things on the main channel where i've kind of went on the community post and i've asked people like you know why is this movement important can you remind me of the importance of my work some people criticize me and they said like, oh, you know, stop chasing validation and stuff. And maybe I am, maybe I'm, I'm asking for validation there, but you know what? Like I'll, I'll admit that I've never been a guy who's like afraid to, to say that I, I chase validation. Everyone else is like, oh, I've never chased validation. Everyone fucking goes like that. I think I've been like one of the very few people who just tells you the truth. Like, yes, I want to be validated by people. We're not allowed to say that. Uh, do it for yourself, King. But like, I'd love to be fucking validated by the tribe. What the fuck? 
that's a normal evolutionary part of being a fucking human being and now it's like now it's crazy you're, you're supposed to be a king you're supposed to like not get valid shut the fuck up bro i fucking hate that shit man but <laughs> but i feel like um i almost like lost touch with the importance of the work that i do here and i'm not sure it's um i don't know I was gonna say I'm not sure it's beneficial, but then I just saw like a bunch of flashes when I went to Amsterdam and I spoke to everyone and a bunch of guys are speaking to me with like te tears in their eyes. And I was just recently on a Discord call on my server. I just, I joined them very infrequently. I just go onto like a random call and I went on to like a one-to-one -one call where only like two people can join. And this one guy, his name was Jacob, in case he's watching this, but he's like, you know, he was almost panicking a little bit. He was going crazy and everything. He's like, oh my God, Hamza, like, I can't believe you're here and everything. And just by his emotional response to speak to me, it kind of showed me the importance of, okay, this is clearly emotionally important to him. And he was like literally crying, saying that like the community here on the Discord server was like very beneficial, that, you know, it's so nice to be around like-minded people, that he's lived very like a very lonely life through covid and it's so nice to be able to just speak to people online who have got the same interest and in his words he said who are the exact same as me i think i'm out of touch with my purpose a little bit i think with especially with being in thailand and there's like so many like distractions you know there's so many things to do here so many new people that i've been meeting so many new things that i'm doing that's very easy for me to kind of forget what is even the purpose of this and to be honest like i'm not even sure if i have a clear idea of of it anymore I'm not sure what, like... <laughs> fuck. Whew. Fucking hell. That fucking killed. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. That's a crazy thought, to be honest. Like, this is what I've wanted for all my life. This is the big goal, the dream career. And just a few days ago, I was literally happy about the thought of quitting. My mind has changed like mostly since then. And I'm like, you know, quite motivated, quite like inspired by it again. But I think I need like a re-emphasis on my purpose. I feel like I'm out of touch with the men that I'm trying to help here. So this is like a big part of my life right now is to think, okay, I want to be around like the guys that I'm helping more. I want to just help them more. I want to be like a purposeful masculine man who has like this mission greater than his own success. And yeah. I woke up today realizing that my mental health isn't that great. That for weeks i've i've had way more symptoms of anxiety and stress specifically related to work and youtube and um there was like an incident with one of my employees as well who i let go from the team because it was just like this obnoxious like i'll, I'll tell you the truth because it's yeah i'll tell you the truth um Imagine like one of your employees just fully is in, in your face about like, oh, the channel's going to die. Are you, are you going to be able to afford food after like shit like that? Are you going to be able to afford food after this for your family? Because the channel's going to die and you're going to lose all your money. It's like saying shit like this to my face and um, making a document where he's like copied and pasted like negative, like hateful comments about me. 
um, from, you know, like haters will leave like negative comments on YouTube. He, he screenshotted like hundreds of those and sent it to me saying like, oh, look, this is what people are saying about you. And at first, for the first time, I, I opened this document with hundreds of mean comments, like hate comments about me. And I actually thanked him because I was like, oh, wow, that's so valuable. Till I eventually, I, I kind of sat back and I was like, what the fuck? Like, this motherfucker literally just like gave me rope fuel, like suicide fuel. Like, this is why fucking creators, mental health is so shit, you know, to do with like hate, hate comments and trolls and all this. And this motherfucker just like highlighted it to my face. Oh, like, yeah, this is what people are saying about you, Hamza. Like, you're hated now and everything. And of course, like, you know, the power of belief is a huge thing. So when you're hearing from someone like, oh, yeah, your, your channel's dying and people hate you now and like all this. It 100%, bro, it, it fucks with your mind. And so I spoke to Sam about it. He was he responded in like a crazy way. He's like, what the fuck? Why, why is he saying that? And then I'd fired this guy straight away because I just realized like he's not mentally healthy and he's made me quite mentally ill by just speaking to him and just being around him. And so since that moment, you know, obviously I, I should have this attitude where, yeah, he was a little bit crazy. I don't need to think. But the thought has been entertained in my mind. And, you know, I've, I've read through like 500 comments of, of like hate comments of just people saying like racist shit. People saying like, oh, yeah, Hamza's like, Hamza's this, Hamza's that, you know, just negative. You know, every fucking YouTuber, even like positive guys, even guys like you, even guys like you couldn't even hate on. So there's a YouTuber I really like, Ali Abdul. You couldn't even hate on the guy. He's like, he's so fucking wholesome. And he, I've seen his hate comments. Like when I scroll down, it's like every YouTuber gets them. But like, yeah, 100%. Like for one of the first times, it, it really, really got to me. And I try not to like, you know, to really get into it. There's been one previous time before this where like hate and negativity has, has gotten to me. And um, interesting. I just got a, a memory the last time it happened, I actually had a therapist at the time. I don't have a therapist right now, which I've literally just signed up for therapy again, which I'm really proud that I've just taken that step again. But last time it, this happened and, you know, I felt quite overwhelmed with like this, the stats of YouTube, you know, the, um, the, the data, the analytics and shit, and then also the mean comments and everything. I spoke about it to my therapist and like he explained it in a really, really lovely way where, um, he just said, like, you know, like, just, just picture in your mind, Hamza, the, the life that these guys are living who are writing, like, these mean comments and they're writing this stuff about you and everything. They're, they're not living very good lives anyway. And, like, what, you don't have to respond to their comments as if they are truth and, like, objective. They are just this one singular person's judgment of you. And that person isn't probably even someone of high character anyway. He said something like that, and that really helped because I was like, oh shit, like it, it makes a sense. TLDR, the person leaving hate is probably a loser, and you shouldn't like really place much emphasis on what they say, which sounds kind of obnoxious from me and everything, but it, it generally is the truth because successful people don't generally leave like hate comments, they don't make like reaction videos or any bullshit like that. <laughs> it's weird, you know, like a lot. Positive shit has happened, but this is somewhat of a, a low point in my life, I won't lie. You know, I don't, I don't want to lie to you, it's so easy for me to come on and like, oh, I'm in Thailand, you know, this was the goal. This was the goal for the last two years to get to this point where, you know, I'm a digital nomad, I'm, I'm working online. This was the big goal. This was the goal that got me out of depression. This was the goal that got me out of the toxic relationship I was in two years ago with the girl that I was living in. It was this goal of like becoming a digital nomad, an online entrepreneur, and then coming to Thailand. I'm here now and it's like, oh yeah, I was happier at home. Almost everyone that I love is at home. There's one person 
who's with me, which is Sam. Nabil went back home. Apart from that, like everyone that I love is back home. Yeah. A big thing that, that means a lot to me. I don't know if this is a weakness or not. Can you still see me like this? Like, a big thing that means a lot to me is my routine, my timetable, my um, my productivity and like my ability to like get work done. That that really means a lot to me. It's something that like I take pride in. It's something that I take a lot of interest in. So there's a YouTuber, not, not a YouTuber, like an entrepreneur who's just made a bunch of YouTube videos named Sam Ovens. <laughs> You might know Sam Ovens because he's like a very famous entrepreneur. He has like the most successful online course ever. And he has like this YouTube channel and like I watch those videos, which are very like low key kind of 99% of people wouldn't ever watch them kind of videos where it's literally just him, an hour and a half video, an hour and a half video of him just explaining to you how to make better decisions. And that type of shit, bro, it fucking excites me. I literally sit there like bowing my head. I'm like, like as if I'm listening to music or something when I'm when I'm listening to this kind of content. That Brian Tracy, Jim Rohn podcast, um, audiobooks and everything like that, like the his speech collections and everything. It it means a lot to me. Like my sort of my timetable, my routine, my productivity, my my ability to get like a lot of work done. That means a lot to me, man. And it's certainly suffered whilst I've been out here. And I just realized it today that it suffered to the point where like, I'm quite unhappy. I'm, I'm quite unhappy in like this situation living here where I don't feel like I'm, I'm a high performance individual anymore. I don't feel like I'm actually like getting work done like I used to. And it's quite hard because I've tried, you know, being on the, the timetable and the routine and high productivity and deep work focus. I've tried implementing the, the techniques. It's just hard when you're like, when you're living with someone who's somewhat not on it as well and it's hard when you're like you're living with someone who like you've got um stuff to like do with so it's like my my sort of ideal day gets changed because yeah i'm living with sam and then we've our friends are coming around and let's do something with them and like but at home i would literally just be on my routine which seems sadder mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like the way that i've been saying it to myself it's like oh you know it doesn't really matter that i'm less productive here because you know i'm, I'm experiencing other parts of life and i'm being more social and you know that this is the value of balance but i think the difference is i'm literally happier on the routine i'm i'm happier when i'm on my timetable i literally really love my life if you um if you follow me on instagram you'll know that i post like these day in the life videos quite often and you might know what I'm talking about when I say like the original day in the life videos that I used to make near the start of this year where it was just simple. It was literally just like clips of me waking up early, going for a walk in like the morning sunlight, coming back, meditating, reading, hugging my mom while she's making my breakfast for me, doing some like deep work, then recording some videos, then going to the gym with my friend Chris and then coming back, eating and um, <laughs> reading for like six hours a day, journaling doing work like that just in a very like i fucking love routine bro i'm like i'm a guy who does extremely extremely well in routine and i don't like shit being all over the place i don't like sort of my the day that i've had planned being changed because it's like oh well you know we're with the friends and let's go and, and of course you can say and it's 100 it's not no one's fault in any any sense it's not my friend's fault or anything it's not sam's fault or anything because i have control i have responsibility to maintain my own routine i'm just the kind of guy who like doesn't do that when other people are around does that make sense so it's like when i'm around other people 
if I have said, okay, 5 p.m. is like work time or it's like time to meditate, but it's 4.50 and, and me and all my boys are like, oh, let's go jump in the pool. Let's go swim in the pool and, you know, stand in the pool for a bit. I'm not going to be like, oh, but no, I, I plan to do some meditation at this time. Like, I'm just going to be like, yep, let's, you know, I'm not going to think about the timetable because to me and my brain, social experiences are more valuable than like hard military discipline of like, oh, well, you know, 5 p.m. is supposed to be deep work time. Ah, this wind is blowing all this fire into my face, bro. Into my fingers. Yeah. So today has been the first day where I've been debating to go back home. Uh, I plan to stay out in Thailand for like a couple of months. That's what I always said. Like, I had a one way ticket. I've been here for about one and a half months, maybe six weeks, seven weeks. And today's been actually the first day at all where I've entertained the idea of like coming back home, being back on my routine, being back on my fucking grind. I, I miss waking up early, man. I've not been waking up early here because it's like we stay up later. I'm with the fr I'm with my friends and everything, and like everyone's quite. I wouldn't be able to sleep at like 9 p.m. here because everyone's quite loud and everything. And so it's like I end up going to sleep at like half 10, 11, then I wake up at like half seven, eight, half eight. It's time to like go to the gym, and then after that, it's like I'm not really that productive i've not been able to read that much maybe i'm just being a little bitch and i need to like focus a bit more but it is like if i was a guy who hadn't proved his discipline his productivity his consistency before and fair enough but since i have proved it to myself that like okay i can be a very consistent very disciplined guy i kind of understand okay this environment is not conductive towards like work rates so it got me thinking today, like, what is it conductive towards? Because the extra growth that's coming from just, you know, being out and about of my, like, my comfort zone, I don't really think it's it's that valuable. It perhaps was a little bit, but, like, I'm not out of my comfort zone here anymore. This is, like, it's comfortable for me now, and it's, it's um, I don't feel like I'm very appreciative of being here because I see progress to my goals being slowed, there was a time a few months ago when I was back at home and I did a journal practice and I was like prioritizing my values, what I value the most. The first thing that the thing that I value the most is authenticity slash honesty. They're the two things, like the two values I value the most, authenticity and honesty. But then after that, the second thing that I value the most in the entire world is progress to my goals. I've known that for a while and I really clarified it to myself because there's been so many times when I have everything else. Imagine having like, you know, having love, having a woman that you truly love that you can imagine you'd have children with, having like a loving family, having friends and everything else. If I have those things, but I don't have progress to my goals, I don't feel good. I, I resent the people in my life when I don't feel progress to my goals. Those mean that means more important. Like it's more important to me. I think it's that is like a pillar of masculinity. It's being totally obsessed about making progress to your goals and to your mission. And so it does show some level of like masculinity inside of me that I've always prior prioritized progress to my goals. Even when I used to play video games, the only video games I would ever play were ones where you could set goals, where you'd have like levels that you could level up. And I'd always like I'd literally just spend my time just doing that. I miss my own space, bro. I miss my own space. If I talk unfiltered, it's like living with Sam has been <laughs> challenging to say the least because he's very, um, he's a very spontaneous kind of guy and he's made a lot of progress, but he is like <laughs> a second ago, we were just doing work. Now this motherfucker is just watching some like loud video, which I can hear, which might be in the video, which is like pissing me off because it's like, 
oh well bro i'm recording a video don't you know i'm recording a video can you not like fucking turn it down and shit <laughs> trouble in paradise with me and my boyfriend <laughs> now he's a sick guy man fucking sick guy the amount of progress like, he doesn't want to leave so that's it's been like a little bit awkward today because i said to him like oh yeah i might end up leaving and he doesn't really want to he's liking it here but he might not be able to really stay like without me which um yeah if i end up leaving he probably would come back home with me at the same time as well so it would be the end of his trip which i've got to consider but I love that I've made this video because it'd be so easy for me to, you know, give you this, this sell you this idea of like, oh, well, you know, like here I am in, in Thailand, I'm, I'm really successful and I'm better than you. And like, look, look at how happy I am, bro. A lot is going right in my life. A lot. The, the success that I have, the money that I'm making, the, the physique that I have, the body that I've built, the attraction that I'm getting from women, which is something that I value quite highly. And yet I don't feel mentally healthy right now. You can, like, I want this to be a very good learning lesson for you that your mental health is somewhat fragile for certain people, right? And for me, it's the case. Maybe, like, there's someone watching this who's, you know, very emotionally secure, doesn't really have mental health problems, fair enough. But for a lot of guys, it's like, your mental health is quite fragile and certain things in your situation, in your environment can really influence it. So by all accounts, like, I should be really, really happy here, but I'm not simply because of this sort of underlying value of like really caring about the progress that I make to my goals being optimized. And it's not that amazing here. Like it's not, it's not horribly bad, but it's not great. And so I'm like unhappy because of that. You can be like anywhere in the world achieving such a great level of success. And sometimes your brain won't really let you enjoy it. And I think, you know what? It's so easy to be negative about this it's so easy for me to be like really frustrated and say like oh you know even here like you know i've, I've made it i'm successful why can't i just be happy but the truth is I, I am so grateful that i don't feel extremely happy right now think about it i don't feel extremely happy right now and i know why that's because i'm not making amazing progress to my goals especially in terms of my own work rate now if i if i felt negative because i don't feel good I would lose the discomfort that's causing growth. I feel uncomfortable when I'm not making progress to my goals. And because of that, I make the decisions that realign my life to my purpose and my mission. So I'm writing this book right now, like I'm writing a book, my first like full length book. It's gonna be very similar to the way of the superior man in like the chapter structure and everything. It's like exciting as fuck. It's going to be like very, very good. I've already been visualizing the success of it. And it's literally going to be like, there's going to be young men in my cult who bring it to me in one of our in real life meetups with tears in their eyes saying like, this book changed my life. Or like they'll come there with their friend saying like they gave their friend the book and that's what got their friend onto self-improvement, which is like, it brings a tear to my eye when I think about that. Uh, what was the point I was just making? I miss my home, man. I really miss, I miss my home. I miss my routine. I miss my, I miss my bedroom, literally. I miss my little bedroom in my parents' house. You know, I, I got criticized. I got like mocked quite heavily. Cause like, oh yeah, like, you know, I'm 24, well, I'm 25 now. And I still live with my parents and everything. And cause that's like a sign of like being a loser in the modern day. It's like, you're not allowed to like live with your parents or anything, bro. I lived out, I moved out. I, I had my own apartment and I moved back. I'm, I'm in fucking Thailand right now. And I'm like, I'm out considering moving back to my parents house because it's like you can't allow people's 
opinions and judgments of you especially like these fucking weirdos who are like oh you've got to move out at age 21 bro shut the fuck up i moved out at age 18 and moved back and i fucking love my life next to my parents last night i almost fucking broke down bro i was almost in, in tears i just had like a random visualization of my parents just like looking older and i started journaling and I was like, I've been going about it the wrong way, you know, for the last like year, two years, I've been trying to help them, you know, any way that I can. And I realized that I've been trying to help them in like superficial ways, like, oh, yeah, you know, give them money and pay for the house so that, you know, my dad doesn't have to work as hard. He doesn't have to work late nights. And that's really nice, bro. I literally like, I, I give a fair amount of money to my family now because I'm, I make a lot of money myself so I can support my family. My dad doesn't have to work like late nights anymore, which is very fucking like nice, you know, like the feeling of me contributing back. And I've had thoughts of like, oh, you know, self-improvement coaching and like, you know, help them get into the gym and teach them meditate. I've tried to do all this, right? And it just fucking it hit me yesterday. I was like, why are you overcomplicating it? You want to know the, the one valuable thing you could do for your parents and also for yourself? Just talk to them. Just spend time with them. I've been here for six weeks and I have went on like one video call with my dad, which was like three minutes long. And one with my mom as well. And I barely ever even speak to them because, you know, I'm, I'm so busy. I'm, oh, I'm the successful. Shut the fuck up. So it, it's, it's a lot of people criticize you for like living at home. But like, hopefully I'm, I'm kind of some kind of proof where it's like, you can't say, oh, you know, these Jeffries who are trying to make fun of us and stuff like, because we live with family and they've moved out and they're in debt and they're like, they're broke and everything. They're working some shitty job that they can't afford just so they, they've got the freedom of like moving out of home. Hopefully I'm like the, if you are living at home, hopefully I'm setting an example because it's like, bro, I'm making a good amount of money. I can be any, I can literally be anywhere in the world. I can go back home and move out and actually get my own place instantly. And I will eventually move out probably later this year. Yeah, later this year has always been my um, plan to move to, fuck, to move to London. But I don't feel any kind of shame for living with family. But yeah, like, I, I miss my bedroom uh, in my family house. I miss, like, I really miss the climate, you know. This is one of the things that me and this person, this girl that I was on holiday with not too long ago, we said to each other when we came back home of, like, how, how much we actually really love the climate of the UK, especially the city, like, the town that we live in. I fucking love it there, bro. I love the environment. I love the color of the trees and the pavement and, like, the the, the climate of... Oh, man. I'm, I'm actually so grateful for the place I live in in the UK. I, like, I'm in, I'm in paradise, bro. I'm literally in paradise right now. I'm in an island in Thailand, like, just off Thailand. I'm, I'm in a place called Koh Samui. Koh Samui. Samui. Something like that. Beautiful. It's dark right now, so you wouldn't be able to see. But that's like, that's the coastline there. And then just past, past there is like another island. Then all of this, which is all dark right now, is like a mix between like houses and like full on this tropical, like jungle vibe. The climate right now, it's 7.45, it's pitch black and it's cool enough but, and also warm enough at the same time. And the climate's fucking like paradise here, bro. And I'm literally sat here just like so grateful for my environment back home in the UK because everyone complains about the weather in the UK, man. Everyone said like they, they say such hateful things about the UK. And every single time I hear some kind of like negative thing of, you know, the UK weather is so bad and everything. I just sit there and I just think like, I love the UK, bro. I love that. Like I love 
um the climate i actually love the weather there now now that i think specifically because i'm not being forced to like go into work or to school and it's like okay well if it's really raining it's like i can stay inside i think that's a big part it's like i have control over my schedule so if the the weather is like bad in the uk i don't necessarily have to go out into the rain like i used to when i was a student when i was like a little kid walking to high school getting fucking drenched I've really been reminiscing about back home recently. This is the the longest I've ever been away from home, from family in my entire life. I've been away for a month previously, and this has been about six weeks now. So hard to light these candles, man. I think I'm done here. I've got I've got very it's a bit awkward because I've got like very big plans coming soon and it would probably be better if I was already out in Thailand for them for plans that would happen a month, two months, three months from now. And so the idea was, yep, just stay abroad two, three months till those plans are going to start to set in motion. But then I just thought, you know what, man, why would I stay out to save myself the airplane travel of like 11 hours? Does that make sense? So essentially my plan was I've got something that I'm not going to tell you just yet because I don't want people's like validation for it before it happens. But I've got a big plan coming in, let's say, two months from now. And the idea was it would be a lot easier if I was already in Thailand because I'm already close to the place where I'm going to go for this plan. So does that make sense? So two months from now, I'm going to need to fly out somewhere. And it's like, oh, well, Thailand's already close to the place that I'm going. So it's like, you may as well just stay out. But then I just had this thought today. I was like, wait, hang on, let me challenge that because it is true, fair enough, but like, it's an 11 hour plane ride back home. I could do that. I could be back home this time tomorrow and I'd already be on like my productive routine and everything like that. And two months from now, when it is time to like make action on this plan, I can just take that 11 hour plane ride again. So I think I might end up doing that. I feel like I've rinsed out the, um, the developments that I wanted here. It makes me, it did make me wonder, like, should I have come on this trip or not? Because I was second guessing it before I even came here. Because I literally asked myself, I was like, why am I going? I don't want a holiday. I don't even, I don't want to, like, enjoy myself by, like, normal standards of, like, oh, look at me, I'm, I'm traveling. Like, bro, I don't give a fuck. The, the thing that, that gives me happiness, like, I'm, I'm so authentic and, like, I have so much self-awareness now that I know what makes me happy. I know what gives me excitement and it's progress to my goals. And so I was like, this pl this plan that I've had to come to Thailand, this goal has been for two years. I've ended three relationships because of this fucking, uh, this trip, bro. Because for the last year, there was like relationships that I was in, but knowing, okay, I'm going to come to Thailand. I'm not coming back. It's a one-way ticket. I don't know how long I'm going to go for. Maybe it'll be three months or six months and I'm in a relationship. So it's like, I'm going to need to end it now because I'm not going to continue it long distance whilst I'm going abroad. I've ended three fucking loving relationships with girls to come here because it was at different times so it was like a year ago i thought i was going to take this trip last year then you know i thought i was going to take this trip nine months ago then you know i realized i was going to take this trip three fucking relationships and i don't regret it because it wasn't really right to be with those girls anyway you know after you kind of like break things off you kind of realize that you were more in incompatible than you actually thought <laughs> but i fucking I've, I've dedicated a lot of, of my life to to this trip and I just kind of asked myself today, I was like, was it the right thing even coming here? Because 
I didn't want to come here to be here. I didn't want to come here to like enjoy myself. I didn't want to come here to like travel and you know be you know to enjoy the experience and stuff. I came here just thinking like, oh yeah, well maybe you'll help me with my goals more, and it hasn't really. Which this these things happen. I'm trying to give you my learning lesson as I go along in life. These things happen. You can sometimes make a move which does change your life, and it might not end up being like a positive mood. It might not end up being like successful or as beneficial as you thought it would that's completely okay part of being a man is embracing failure and mistakes and just knowing what to do to get to the next level of success but understand that a failure a mistake is part of the process you can't avoid these experiences and you grow so much from them so I hope if there's something that's going on in your life right now, maybe there's something I've said in this video that could also help you from that. Or maybe you've just wanted to be in the, what's the word? Maybe you're just interested in my life. And so hopefully this has piqued your interest. Yeah. I love you, bro. I'm proud of you. You're doing bits. Let's do a Hamza flex with the eyebrow raise. <laughs> Mwah.